Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. All aboard! Because we cannot learn our lesson, we're doing it again. It's uh, it's podcast time. Thank you for listening wherever you may be listening, if you are listening, and you're probably not, are you? But then uh, why would I be talking to you? about listening if you're not listening to the thing that I'm saying about listening. Makes no sense. That makes sense. Have you been to any um, movies lately? Do you go to movies? No. Yeah, I don't either. I think the last one I went to was uh, uh, Birth of a Nation. It's a silent <laughs> film. Yeah. yeah. It's, no, too, I, it's too easy to be at home and be comfortable. And <clears throat> if you have a big screen TV, you have a big screen Why do you even go to the movies? Well, I, that, that it <clears throat> continues to fascinate me why people do go to the movies, but they the Hollywood seems to be doing just fine. You know, mm. people still go to movies. It's just not you and me, I guess. Yeah, that is going. Um, I'll, I'll go. I'll take my nieces to the movies. Like the, the the movie I'm excited about that I will go see was supposed to come out this summer, and they moved it uh, back to or up. Which which would it be if they've delayed it? They moved it back or up? to release pushed it back pushed it back to release in 2015 and i'm so disappointed what is it jurassic park 4 i can't even hardly stand how excited i am about that one coming look at you you don't even care do you well i mean it's it's, did you not like jurassic park with steven yeah it was fine i mean it was fine it was fantastic okay well it was i can watch that movie over and over again most of the time, sequels are not better than See, the The original. sequels weren't that great. Godfather Part Two was the exception. It was yes, probably the best of true. the three movies. But, true. Uh, and no, and I, Alien, I Alien 2 was, was fantastic. First Alien was good. Yeah. Yeah. I like, The first Alien was really a mind-blower. Yeah. Really uh, I, I, I'm guess, I guess I'm getting fatigue over these special effects and things now. It, it's just... That when it, so know. many movies rely on that alone, and I just want a really good story. You know, mm-hmm. I want characters yeah. that uh, change, and, and something happens to change them and make them either better or worse or whatever. But uh, it, 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 I just was reading an article that Hollywood is worried because they they don't have a summer blockbuster. Yet. Right. I was I wondering what the big what the big blockbuster was, and it it's it's, it's movies I never want to see like Transformers. I don't want to see that. Captain America. Although I don't want to see those those blockbusters. The blockbusters they used to have like 
Jaws. That was mm-hmm. that was actually Jaws Star was Wars. the was the one that really started the blockbuster summer blockbuster trend. And those are the kind of movies I want to see. But yeah, I almost would not be married now because of Jaws. I like anybody else wanted to go to it, and my my girlfriend and now wife Patty and I said, let's let's go go see this movie. It's really yeah, I don't think I even like that kind of stuff. Come on, come on, let's go. So I make her go to it. Oh God! And she's so upset. She walks out in the middle of the movie. She's oh. she's just really yeah. scared. Yeah. It holds up really well still. Has she yeah. seen it, ever seen the no, whole thing? No, she won't see it. She will not see tell it. Tell her. She knows of it. Tell her it's a fake shark. It's a fake shark. I've explained it it's all to It's a mechanical her. shark. It's not real. Steven Spielberg has publicity shots of him riding around in the fake. Look, I'm in the fake shark. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a documentary about the making of the movie, so she knows all that. It just She's just not having it. The idea is just... just it is know. scary. It's yeah. a well-done film. And you know that... Um, uh, who was the captain of the boat? The old grizzly guy. So there's Richard Dreyfus. There was... Yeah, Shaw. Robert <clears throat> yeah, Shaw. Robert Shaw. Do you know that he was pretty much loaded the entire time he... Yeah, he was they a hard, filmed, he was they a hard filmed that, that movie. Yeah. And he was fantastic in it. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic. He probably... Yeah. I mean, the casting was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And the music by John Williams was eh, pretty good. So no blockbuster for this summer. So far, I guess the way they define a blockbuster is uh, you're making $300 million. And they haven't had anything like that yet. The, I that, thought it also to be like an action movie or a you know apocalypse movie or some big. Well, so Titanic really, was oh you know, true wasn't really didn't have monsters in it or anything. That's true. But um, the only one hundred million dollar movie so far in its weekend day but was Transformers: Age of Extinction, <sighs> which you don't even like. I don't like it. And then it's dumb. And and a movie needs then to have legs. In other words, a movie needs to have staying power or legs to make a lot of money. Now, the movie Arachnophobia had eight of them, but it still didn't make any money. That was a few years ago, and I don't know if it opened in the summer or not, but now it's 2014. But they say uh, the first half of the year was extremely strong, but summertime is really the time when you yeah. want the blockbusters, and it ain't happening right mm-hmm. now. They've got, uh, they had sequels, Iron Man 3, Despicable Me 2. It was a record summer at the box office last year, yeah. but the only major new July release is the Melissa McCarthy comedy Tammy, which was like made Melissa was McCarthy. made for $20 million, and it just barely made 21.6 yeah. this first weekend. Yeah, yeah I really don't have a desire. I, she's I great. She's great. She's that fantastic. Movie, you can tell that movie's a I categorize good. movies in terms of my interest by whether I'll see them on the... I'll pay money and go shuffle in with the rest of the crowd and put up with all the crap you have to put up with in a movie theater. Like or, people. Or uh, whether I'll just, I want to see it, but I'll just wait for it to come out on DVD. That's what yeah. Tammy is for me. I'm not going to go de- run down to the movie theater. Well, I'm not even sure I'm going to wait and watch it on DVD. Really? Yeah. And I like her a lot. But the, Susan Sarandon seemed to be uh, miscast as her grandmother. She looks kind of too good. In fact, Melissa McCarthy said in an interview that they had to keep working with the lighting because they they said Susan Sarandon, she's kind of glowing still. We need yeah. to make her look crappy. Yeah. But 
Well, they uh, they're, they're hoping now this Dawn of the Planet of the Apes movie is on the that. Way. Have you seen the trailer for that? Um, it's horrifying. No, they wouldn't let me inside. It's horrifying. No, don't shoot! Caesar, you have to go. Go where? Apes! Together! Strong! War, it's not what you want. There must be another way. That actually, the Planet of the Apes movies are really good. Well, I saw the original Planet of the Apes, a bit of it, the, on TV the other night. and The one with the fake masks. Yeah, Roddy McDowell. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not bad. I no, mean, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad. But, but this, this stuff now, of course, they... But the new ones with the special yeah. effects are incredible. Yeah. And they're quite f- horrifying. Yeah, but I'll you know... I'll see that. I'll go see that. Would you? Yeah. You want to yeah. go? I don't think so. Because I've seen... Okay, I've seen the Planet of the Apes already. I want to... It's, again, a special effects movie more than anything else. I want... I just want a good story. Well, maybe it'll I be like a good story. And good story. And then there's one called Guardians of the Galaxy that is coming out, too. They're hoping will be the blockbuster. That sounds boring. Yeah. So... That sounds boring. Yeah. Well, what's the last good movie you saw? Really good that you would evangelize about. Well, I don't know if I I I, I watched uh, the Brad Pitt World War Z movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. You don't? I thought it was actually very well done. No, it was good. I, and I'm not into any genres. Like a lot of people have to watch all zombie movies or all vampire movies. I don't doesn't really care. I don't. I don't really care. But I thought it was really well done. And so yeah, World it, War Z was very, it's, it was engrossing. It wasn't slow. He did a great job. You were freaked out. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can, I just, I can't even answer the question I just posed. What is the last movie that you, I, I think I told you about one called The Intouchables or The Intouchables. Yes. And you had me watch that. Film. It was so good. Yeah. I don't that think I've seen a movie so good. Better, than, better than that the since. The Intouchables. That, that. Sure envelops everything you were just talking about. A story, um, a good story, a story with heart. But humor. um, Humor. And it was fantastic. I would definitely watch that movie. Do you watch movies again? I'm one of those people. I read books. I read books over and over and I watch movies over and over. No, I don't. I'm a one time movie guy. That Uh, is a shame. Well, let me, let me, uh, I will watch The Wizard of Oz, for example, over and over. Really? Not me. I'll watch, uh, I've gotten all I it's can a get wonderful out of the life. I just it, it's the right time of year. It always it's always affecting to me. Mm-hmm. And um, my favorite, which would be kind of a guy movie, you might not like, called Cool Hand Luke with Paul Newman. Fantastic movie. That's one I actually own. I think yeah. enough of it though. I'm going to go get that DVD. Yeah. And one of my favorite scenes is this one. Strother Martin, a great character actor, is the prison boss. And he loses his temper and smacks Paul Newman's character, Luke, uh, who's on a prison gang, a chain gang. He knocks him down a hill. And then afterwards, he seems to kind of feel bad about losing his temper like that and has to make this comment to the other prisoner. Uh, What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. Some men 
you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. And I don't like it any more than you may. But uh, I, I've but, watched... I'll watch the Godfather yeah. trilogy. I've watched Some Like It Hot, probably, with Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemmon, Tony Randall. I've probably Tony watched... Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. <laughs> I've probably watched that movie... 20 times and i'll watch it again i might head out from the podcast and go pop it in the dvd it's there, a good movie it's down at the hotel coronado i know we stayed there one time and i got patty out and i would uh, love to go I down tried, we tried to approximate exactly where marilyn monroe was standing and i had my wife in her swimsuit and I, we got it pretty close that's great that's a hotel that runs that movie continuously does it really you stay there in your i didn't room know that a whole channel devoted just to <gasps> that's so great over and over and over yeah pretty cool yeah and and another movie that still holds up it's it, you look at it sometimes and say, this is so stupid and so silly but it's one it's really wonderful well here we are are you two from the polypop agency yes we're the new girls brand new this is our manager mr beanstalk how do you do and i'm sweet sue my name is josephine I'm Daphne. Mm-hmm. Saxophone, bass. Am I glad to see you girls? You saved our lives. Likewise, I'm sure. Don't know how it works. Hey, um, so somebody told me, and I should know this. What? That you got a job uh, as voice talent recently. And uh, and can, can, I, can yeah. I play this? Yeah. Okay. Here's Let's, a bit of it. Here it is. Welcome to Cannabis Tracker, your direct connection to the cannabis industry. Cannabis Tracker is the fastest, easiest, oh. and most secure way to buy and sell all of your cannabis products online. Cool. Cannabis Tracker provides a fun and easy-to-use ordering platform for retailers that will revolutionize how you source your suppliers. You make it sound ordering so is safe fun, and easy. Lisa. Simply access the menu of producers. There you will find a bio about each company. No, you really do. Search by region or delivery area. Now is that is that <laughs> sounds a, like I'm selling shoes online. It does, it? yeah. Yes, yeah, it does. and it's not shoes we're selling. No, no. Historic day, uh, July eighth, here in uh, Washington State, with the first retail pot stores opening up. First one up in Bellingham, and I've actually been working on this project with a client for a few months, getting ready for for this day when uh, pot was allowed to be sold retail. And this is a, it's actually a website uh, called CannabisTracker.net. And they really are an, just an online retailer matching up growers with buyers. And you place your, it's just so odd to me. You just, you go on there, you place your order, the driver gets the delivery order and bang, you get- a, Is it like Amazon? You, you get a bag of Blue Dream sitting on your doorstep. Really? Ready to go. They yeah. can do that? Yeah, they can do that. I don't want to go uptown, baby. Any friends that got a downtown and away. Spit me out on the sidewalk right away. I want to chase some high hope lady. I don't want to go uptown, baby. Any friends that got a downtown and away. I'm tenderloin and now it strikes me, maybe. I've gotten wine that'll drive you crazy. Jimmy Dragon Man downtown lately Said he's eating out of trash cans, baby He's shooting up inside a black cab crazy He's gotta pay for his bone street lady 
The FBI claims that a huge shipment of grass, which they are calling killer dope, has been smuggled into New York City. The Bureau urges users not to smoke the weed, which is greenish brown in color, not particularly seedy, and contains mostly cannabis buds. Warning symptoms are a mild euphoria, a slight rise in the pulse rate, some hallucination, and death by laughter within 15 minutes of ingestion. <laughs> In an effort to aid the FBI in its investigation, Weekend Update is undertaking its own analysis of marijuana sent to us anonymously by any viewers who may be worried. Simply place a small sample of the suspected cannabis in an envelope and send it immediately to Chevy Chase, Department 12, 827 West 81st Street, New York City, 10053. I don't wanna go uptown, baby. Any friends have got a downtown and away. No, I mean, because I'm a little confused on this and, and remain so even after these weeks mm -hmm. that this has been going on. But I thought there, there are pretty strict rules about, I mean, they don't, this stuff to be near schools or libraries and stuff like that, the, the places that sell this mm -hmm. stuff. So how yeah, those can, are brick and mortar. So how can they deliver them to your house and leave it on the doorstep? Wouldn't, wouldn't these, the people who legislate this stuff be all squirmy about that well i don't a know kid could break can't, into you, it? can't you order liquor and have that left on your doorstep i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't order liquor but you how do you get your liquor well, go to the store yeah. yeah you go to costco with a couple big yeah no it's, it's it's just it's just like anything else now mail order online order you can order it well then who cares about these pot stores i bet you're paying a <clears throat> paying through the lung for for uh, the delivery, I don't know. I haven't. I didn't check that out. I, all I know is from what I read is that this stuff is considerably more expensive because they they're taxing it and all of that sort mm -hmm. of thing than you would yeah. if you just hung out on the street with nefarious types. But again, al alcohol is the same way. I I don't normally um, buy hard liquor. I like my liquor soft. You like your easy. Yeah, yeah, I like my easy liquor. And I went down and bought a bottle of vodka and Chambord the other day. And the bottle was thirty thirty one dollars, and the total was forty dollars. And I said, "What what what happened there?" She goes, "Yeah, the taxes are just insane." I had to pay eight dollars. Yeah. In in nine dollars in tax. I know it's it's out there. Hey, speaking of that, do you have many bottles of wine I could have bought for that nine bucks? No, how many? About five. <laughs> hey, God. Uh, hey, uh, the wine I buy, I could probably buy about twenty four bottles of wine. <laughs> Uh, the uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you you travel a lot, so you've noticed this. But when you see these places uh, park and you know you can park your car, park and fly, on, park and fly, Master Park, all of this stuff. Yeah, um, I park at Master Park B, and they got the big signs: "Park here, eight dollars a day, or whatever it is." Right. And then you get your bill, and you see all these taxes and add-ons to it that you pay. They, that's Hor horribly misleading. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed what you actually pay? I mean, I, I, I try not to look at it, but well, I know you, you yeah. get you get reimbursed because the right, company you work right. for. But but uh, man, it's a uh, it's uh, down, down there at SeaTac now. They got they got some stiff stiff taxes down there now. Uh, perhaps a part of it to pay for the for the uh, new minimum wage down in SeaTac. I don't know, but man, yeah. That look closely and find if you really but are. Those those, uh, those car lots are independently owned. They don't have anything to do with SeaTac. I don't think so. If you if they're sitting on SeaTac 
inside the city limits, it does have to do with that. Not with the airport, though. Not with the airport. You no, do? I'm no, I'm talking about the places that where you park your car when you're gone on the trip. I know, but aren't while. those privately owned corporations? They have to pay. You, I, mean, you, I can't sit out here and say, well, I'm private. Uh, this is a private oh, home I'm living in here. I don't have to pay any taxes in this county. Oh, got it. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I don't know about that. But I, I was startled when I saw, okay, you plus this, plus this, plus this, and here's your actual bill. Hmm, it's funny you didn't put that on your big sign out front. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what can you That's tell me? Advertising. What can you tell me about uh, uh, legalized pot? Now I, I've I've heard and I've seen that that their supplies are extremely short. So I know that's why it's supposedly so expensive because. Uh, demand is exceeding supply, but sure. I'm I'm very interested to know if those prices ever are going to go down. Of course we, they will. We are promised all the time about these things. And I think it's a novelty at this point. People are willing to uh, go shell out some money for um, the chance to say yeah to their great grandkids. I was there the day pot was legalized. And but I, Grandpa, you're only 26. I know. I know. Hey, so um, I don't so, know. So so. Tell me, and you know more about this than I am, but I believe that you, can, you can't you can buy just a whole bunch. Uh, like in Bellingham, they'll have one gram packages. So you could buy seven grams of it, which is a quarter ounce. But, I don't know. You're but they assuming... say one gram is like half of a joint. It is? That's, that's what I don't I even know. I read that somewhere. You're, say, you're saying that I know more about this than you do. I really don't. Well, that's don't. because you're token all the time. I don't. I don't, I've, never, I've only had it twice in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm quite the occasional toker. I may... But not, no, I, no, that's not what I've heard about you. I've heard you are going at it all the time. <laughs> you are just... There's weed all over your house. In fact, I'm stoned right now. Yeah. I mean, you, this, <laughs> this, you're playing a, that kind of music. I mean, it's, you're dancing around in a tie-dyed skirt. and Dorito bags yeah. in a little driveway. Yeah. That's, this is what I've heard. This is what I've heard from your neighbors. No, I'm... In and, fact, what's funny is... on Facebook. Is the little tiny bit that I do have is actually something I bought... I had somebody buy illegally two years ago. So I'm I don't really run through it very quickly. Does it? Does it's it going to take me another year before I need to actually go to one of the legalized pot stores. Does it? Does it age well like wine? I don't really suppose? know. I guess it does. I don't know. I would say no. I was just sort of begging the question there. I would I, guess it's a plant. Isn't going to. It's not. Well, it's get, already dry anyway. It's not going to get like cheese. You know, it's not going to age. <laughs> well, be better. I don't. I don't know. I'm not that. I think I think you are acting about... very very unknowledgeable about a topic you know very very well. I don't really know. No, you do. I don't. You do. I thought that's why I brought it up on this podcast. I think, well, great. This is something she knows a lot about. I mean, you know, she's do you know got that, a lot of practice you know that, at it. Do you know that me and my girlfriends got kicked out of a head store? This was years ago. We decided to have an old-fashioned girls pot party. Just let's have an old-fashioned girls pot party. We're not going to cause any trouble. We're just going to, you know, do that and have fun and have a group of girls together. So we decided, well, um, God, somebody's going to have to buy it. We didn't really know. We, we don't run in those circles, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, right. so somebody, somebody was able to um, acquire uh, the party favors. But we didn't know. We we're like, well, how are we going to smoke this? We don't have, you know, I know. Well, there's head shops, right? There's head shops everywhere, and they've got bongs and pipes and all this stuff. And I guess the way they get away with it or got away with it was it was for smoking um, tobacco products. Of course. Right? Yeah. 
So we walk in, and we're such idiots. We walk into a head shop on Capitol Hill. This was after we went to the sex shop on Capitol Hill, by the way. <laughs> so maybe we should have done it. In Different the kind of head shop. Yeah. <laughs> and and we walk in, and we just we thought we'll buy a little bong, right? So I walk up to the counter. I go, yes, we'd like to see a bong, please. And he said, uh, no, I cannot sell you that. We don't have that. And I said, uh-oh. And he said, you can't say that in here. Can't use the you word. can't say the word bong. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so then we started to try to play it off a bit. and Because we're like, we really want to get this before we leave. And we're like, my other girlfriend goes, she didn't say bong. She said bing. And we we're trying to make a joke out of it. And he just finally went in the back room. He wanted nothing to do with us. So when you went in the back room, did you help yourself to the bong? No, but he, and I guess there's cameras there, and, and I guess because I uttered the word bong, uh, that's, really? that's, I was out of luck. Huh. So we couldn't buy it there. So I learned my lesson. I learned my little head shop lesson there. Hmm, you just, I would have you just point, that You just go, that. You don't even say anything. Because I guess if you identify it, if you had identified it with a, an illegal substance, um, that... I don't know. I don't. Can I have he was that, sure uptight. Do you have any ganobs here? <laughs> Just bongs yeah, backwards. Right. Maybe if you or, had some kind of code. Yeah, or Ong Bay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, little, little pig Latin, perhaps <laughs> might have worked. So anyway, that's that's crazy. Well, uh, so you, that's all you're going to tell me about pot. I don't. What do you say? What I, do you want to know? You, I don't know. You as, know all. I about do it. not know as much as you think. As much I know. as you use it, which is always, <laughs> you should know a lot more about it. It's like, you know, if you're going to do anything, you should really know it up and down and not just say, okay, I think I'll go light this up now. You should know what you're doing. And I think you do, but you don't want to talk about it because then you know the cops will something. Not anymore. They won't. Do you have a bong here? You can't say that, <laughs> officer, in my house. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, all right. Uh, Have it your but way. But it was it was fun to be. I'm 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 kind of happy that I made history as well with a voiceover job for this cannabistracker.net. That's kind of fun. Um, well, do you do you worry? I'm sure you don't. But do you worry that there could be any repercussions be, from people who say, "Well, yeah, I'm not gonna a, I'm not gonna have you do my great, car car commercial because yeah. you're advertising." It's a great point. Right. Um, although, I mean, I, I don't do, like, for example, I never would voice political ads. Well, see, that's Republican funny, or Democrat. That's funny that you say that because political ad season is now upon us. Right. And there is a company that calls me quite frequently. And the first time that they <clears throat> called me a couple of years ago to do a political ad, he was very careful about asking, are you okay with doing this? And I said, yeah, I don't care. My voice voicing the ad isn't going to get people to vote for the person. So why do you care? That's uh, money you're just throwing away if people say, well, you voice well, this if, political if, ad. If they recognize you, uh, you know. Nobody's uh, going to recognize me. Well, I don't know about that, but. Uh, They'll recognize you. You have a distinct Yeah, voice. this is a local ad, and I just, uh, uh, more than once, I just, nah. You know, and I, and you like. You could the, change your voice. You could do your Larry voice for it. Yeah, I could. You know. Here's vote for Jerry Jenkins. <laughs> P.U.D. Commissioner. That's Jerry Jenkins for PUD. 
<laughs> See, nobody would ever know. That's right. Yeah. But no, I don't care. They can be. I mean, yeah, you do have to have your you, your boundaries, and everybody does in terms of what's going to violate you morally or ethically in terms of, of what you voice. And there are certain things I won't voice. But I did think about this with the cannabis tracker. Nobody's going to know it's my voice, really, because I'm not identified on the website. I'm not identified, and I don't care if I am. It's yeah. perfectly legal and. I just threw the question out there. Yeah, but you're right. I did sort of think about it for a half a second, and I thought, "Ah, I don't care. So I've just voiced uh, voiced a couple political ads uh, this month already, and I don't care. For communists? Uh, Yeah, I don't care. Why do do I care? You don't care? I don't care. They're not going to get voted. They're not going to get elected because I voiced the spot. Nobody's going to go, wow. That voice makes me want to vote for that candidate. It's not my voice that's going to matter. It's it's the words of the ad. It's then the why, persuasiveness why would, of the ad. Then why wouldn't they use any voice? Why wouldn't a guy just do the ad himself? He, they must think your because voice is a difference maker. Most of them sound Persuasive. like Larry Jenkins. Have you ever yeah. heard politicians talk? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rarely are and they, they usually direct. they usually That's not what they do. They do a testimonial line typically at the end of their political ad. You know, this is Amy Swanson. I approve this ad or something like that. And that's enough right there. Paid political announcement. Hi, everybody. This is Franklin W. Dixon, uh, candidate for state representative. Excuse me. And I want to thank you for your votes. Uh, I'm pretty soon going to be sir. on my way to Olympia. Mr. Dixon. And I, excuse me, Mr. Dixon. What? Uh, two things. One, the election was yesterday. Huh? The election was yesterday, Tuesday. Uh, I think you're wrong about that. I uh, don't think yeah. so. No, pretty sure about it. it no, I, th- I think it's next Tuesday no, it, that the it, election is. It was yesterday, actually. I'm okay, well, sure. let, let me look at my day planner here because okay. I think right. you are mistaken. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I see what I did. Mm-hmm. I see what I did. I, I was yeah. looking at next month. Right. That's what I did. Yeah, so there's no point in running a political ad today because it's over with, well, you see. Okay, you yeah. know, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But what I think I'd like to do is just use this ad uh, instead to thank the voters. For what? Well, you know, for electing me as their new state representative. Okay, and, well, see, that's the thing, because you weren't elected, sir. What? You weren't elected. Well, why don't we just wait until the votes are all in before we assume sir, that? Sir, according to our data, even if you won all yeah. of the remaining uncounted ballots that there are, uh-huh. You would still be defeated by double figures. Double figures? Yes. So what? I, I lost by 10%? 90. 90%? 99. 99? And a half. I want a recount. Uh, I demand a recount. Uh, That's just, too sir, close to call. That's paid, not right. Paid for Franklin no, W. Dixon Committee. Have you? Here's what I would l- like to do. And, I, and I've seen some... You know, politicians uh, maybe uh, maybe even running for U.S. Congress or intermediate races in the state, where they actually try to put a little humor in the ad. And that's a good and idea. Honestly, well, humor sells everything else. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do it in a political ad? Well, we I want to be seen as a serious mm-hmm. candidate. Sure. Well, you can. You know, you can't. That doesn't mean you're not going to be viewed seriously. The idea of an ad. Is to draw attention to yourself and, and to persuade people to take sit, a call to action. Sit up and take notice and say, "Huh, interesting." Sure. I mean, in in the humor there, he's making a very good satirical point about the way Washington works today, or whatever. I, I'd love to write and, and do some political ads for people. Well, sex sells more than humor does, so that's a your logic then would mean that's a topic that uh, most, especially male politicians, better stay away from, though, because <laughs> they're always getting caught. Yeah, that's doing very true. Like that. 
uh, <clears throat> or, you know, tweeting a part of their anatomy that... What is wrong with people? Really? Uh, it just... It, doesn't that seem insane? Well, when you tweet your part of your anatomy, you can see part of what's wrong with people. And it just... I don't know. Just don't put stuff out there because stuff gets out there in the cloud. It never comes out. You don't put it out there. It'll no. never come out. It'll always you can't be get there. it back. Well, and we've talked about this before and everybody talks about it, but this business of Facebooking every time you've, you know, eaten a pickle or something like that. I mean, who cares? It it, it empowers people who have otherwise uh, no one, the typical person would never have time of day for. And it says, hey, what about me over here? Yeah. I got thoughts and I'm doing stuff too. Yeah. Look at me. Hey, hey, don't you walk away from me. Hey. Don't unfriend hey. me. Please don't unfriend yeah. me. I'm having a tough time um, <clears throat> on Facebook with, and I don't know how to create a filter and maybe somebody can help me, but it's, it's extraordinarily distressing to me um, when people post or repost articles about animal cruelty and there's typically a picture and I can't scroll through fast enough to just, it, it will it will stay with me and, and affects me. And I, uh, I saw somebody else post that said, if... I will be unfriending everybody who shares articles about animal abuse. Mm -hmm. I realize, I know what your point is. I know you're trying to bring awareness to the problem. I even problem. share your point, but I don't want... And I share your point, but I don't want it showing up in my newsfeed. So if you are somebody that is going to put <clears throat> a picture of an elephant crying after he's been rescued from abuse and all this dogs in cages, I'm going to just delete you as a friend because I just don't want it popping up. And I... I thought, well, wow, I, yeah, I might have to do that. It, it's extraordinarily distressing. Well, I don't know a lot about Facebook, obviously. I, I get on it so rarely, and then I find, you know, I'll get on there and I'll find out, hey, I need uh, uh, a job done, but I need it done yesterday. Yeah, you know, I, I know. Like, oh, shoot, there went that. Yeah. But um, and LinkedIn is the same way and all that. But but can you, I know you can you can block people. Can you block topics? Well, I don't just don't know how many how I would even identify that. How yeah. would I identify animal abuse and then how would it feel maybe I don't know, I maybe don't know. somebody can tell me how because I don't I just I almost don't want to go on Facebook and see what my friends are up to and what what the news topics of the day are. I think that's a really handy thing to have in your feed. What's trending? I like that. I just don't want to see that all of a sudden in the middle of my feed a picture of an elephant that's been tied up and crying. I just don't want to see it. So I don't know. I don't know how to do it, and I don't get on Facebook much anymore because I don't want a chance. Well, that. that's the other option. It's just to get, a, you know, just say farewell Facebook for a while too. Yeah, I guess. It would you start to feel like a technical hermit? Technological. No, I don't. Hermit? I don't do it much anymore. Anyway, I mean, we post stuff for the podcast, but personally, I don't much. Are you? A, are you a Twitterer? Well, I have a Twitter account. So do you? Do yeah. you? Do you twit? I very rarely do I twit. <laughs> Wow, we have brought... a little treat from Patty here. You what better is... eat yours first because gonna... one of us has to keep talking here. All right, what is it? Mm. But I, it's a. That's what, a waffle. What is it? Strawberry waffle mini bites. Oh man, I'm just making them up. Strawberry waffle. How many mini bites do we have? Because <laughs> that bite wasn't very big. Mm, thank you, Patty have, Cashman. We have them mm. falling apart. That's ridiculously good. Oh, she so and she did bring us Bloody Marys. I wish you people, you people, would anybody who's listening, we could send you this stuff. So you could more fully appreciate. That's 
what we're talking about. Oh, wow. Maybe that's the next technological advance, uh, uh, not just a shared oral or you, Patty Cashman. intellectual experience, but people can share feelings. I mean, that mm -hmm. you could actually physically feel something mm -hmm. through Facebook, for example, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that would be kind of nice. I'm sorry, I'm I sure don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I know you're you're, you're in a <laughs> you're in a syrup pie right now, a I've waffle pie. Hey, you know what we have to do before we move on? We have to thank our podcast supporters, and we've been we have we've some? been really remiss in doing this in the last few podcasts, and it's mainly my fault because I haven't been I've been getting getting the okay. I can't talk now because of the waffle thing. Well, first so, yeah, of all, so thanks to the podcast supporters. First of all, we are on about episode, I don't even know. 90, 96. 96 this right now. This is episode 96. So we're closing in on the big 100th, which I have explained to people, and, and even the, the concept is difficult for me to get my uh, head around, but it is that we have already done our 100th podcast, but we can't put it out there yet because we're not there yet. It makes no sense. No, it makes perfect sense. We tried to time it out to where we'd be right around the 100th, and then you got tied up, and I got tied up, and we just we couldn't catch up. I love getting tied up. So it's it's coming. It's it's fine. Yeah, it'll probably it was be fun to have a big... Yeah, we had we did, we did taped it in May, <laughs> it's now July. Yeah, well, we met a lot of people there, and, and some people gave us uh, some gifts, um, just little fun things like uh, Dan Poirier, I believe it is, yeah. gave us. Uh, he said, "I hope you can use this. Uh, here's several hundred thousand dollars." And, and we open it, and it's those hundred thousand dollar bars, dollar yeah, candy bars. Yeah, those are which, good which too. You, Dan, you might have thought that was really funny at the time, but we it got so we got so excited when we said, "Oh my God, this is great! Finally, our ship has come in." Yeah, and yeah. then and then we cheered up because we ate them. Yeah. We did. That's why we're doing a podcast and not, you know, and something you can see because we are so broken out right now. Incredible. But let me let, let's do thank some of these people. Some of them I I know personally, uh, and other names are familiar to me, but maybe we don't know everybody on site. But uh, from Washington D.C., if you can believe it, mm -hmm. uh, not Washington B.C. or A.D., but this is Washington D.C. Matthew Ruddell. Yeah. Thanks for your contribution, Matt. Wow. What's so, yeah. That's still a concept I can't quite grasp, is that people can listen really anywhere in the world yep. if they wanted to, mm -hmm. if they were aware of it. I'd like to get some... I, I, I know I, we've got a fellow in Australia. We do? Watch. Yes. Oh, okay, because I wanted to see if we could sort of expand our borders a bit and get some foreign listeners in. Hmm. But we'll, well work on it. They have to be English-speaking foreigners. Because we 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 don't we do the Espanol version of this podcast <laughs> that you may be aware of, and we do one in uh, Farsi as well. But we can't we can't not possibly do it for every language on the planet. We just wouldn't have the time. <laughs> we we so. need more contributions for that. And our old friend Lynn Barker, yeah, uh, contributed. Lynn, uh, whose alter ego was uh, the that she was the sister of Dave Dudley, a and still is. That's still country her alter music ego. artist I used yeah. to play air all the time. West Plate, whom I have met several times, and almost always at a uh, at the same Hagen's Food Market. We just uh, somehow always are there at the same time. Uh, and, and again, I uh, this is difficult because I've forgotten again. We're going to call him Richard Guff. Is that right? I think so. I think it's Goff. 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 Yeah, that's you're right. Yeah. G O U. G-O-U-G-H. Okay, so G-H could be like the word tough, rough, 
But then there's the word slew, for example, like a waterway. So you're saying it could, it be, could be Richard Goo? Richard Goo. Could be. I don't think it is. No, it's not. But it's, thanks for your contribution. You know who you are, Richard. Seattle. Thank you. He's always been, this is a longtime supporter. Yeah. Uh, Joe Fulcher. In Snohomish, yeah. Uh, Jerry Vergerant, I want to say. Vergerant. And I will. Uh, from uptown there in Everett. Daniel Poiré, the aforementioned, from Burien. Yes. What's your hurrying? Stop your scurrying. No more worrying. <laughs> Go to Burien. <laughs> David Begeman from uh, Seattle and Max Wall. Do you remember Max? I, I don't know. The name looks really familiar. He's yeah. from Portland. Was he here? Did yes, he... he was here. He was a young kid, actually. Now he's a lawyer. Oh, wow. That's handy. Yeah, he made made something of himself. Good. He was a prosecutor, I believe, or something like that. He told me, I have to look it back up again, in some little little town and decided that he was going to go more uptown. And so that's what he's doing now. And he recently uh, emailed me and I said, hey, you know, Max, we do this podcast. You want to check it out? And he did. And that's great. Eric Sigmund from Burlington, Washington, and Jerry Vergeron again. Yeah, he's. He likes us enough that he's wow. made two contributions. Thank Je- you, Jerry. 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 Wow, that's Thank great. you. Oh, thank you very much, Jerry. Yeah, it helps. Thanks, Dean. <laughs> wow. It helps defray our, our website costs and yeah. uh, all sorts of things. So that's nice. That's really cool. That's yeah. very cool. <clears throat> so this month of July, uh, in our research department, well, you yeah. found <laughs> out. That this is a... There's a lot of things. You know how there's national this month and national this month. There's a lot of national stuff happening in July. Things that I didn't think you knew about. National Blueberry Month. That sounds obvious, right? Yeah. I love blueberries. I found my thrill on Blueberry Hill. Out here. You do? Yeah. Can I have it? You know, no, you know why there's no blueberries on it most of the time? Because the dogs eat them. Yes. Yeah. One dog in particular. He just is Mr. Blueberry. He loves them. I I started to grow some tomato plants. I thought I would fancy myself as a vegetable gardener, and I got a couple of little tomato plants and had them out back. And my little dog Missy, who was my black and white cocker, I'd be sitting outside enjoying the sun, and she'd she'd kind of just trot off around the corner. She'd come back and she'd have a little tomato in her mouth. So it was her personal smorgasbord back there. Yeah. I never did get any tomatoes off of it because she would just pluck them off very gently in her mouth and consume them. Didn't matter if they were green, yellow, red. She just was, she loved them. With these dogs we have are pretty good. I mean, you could leave something even at the height that really? they could reach and they usually my, would not go for oh, it. Oh, yeah. not my dogs. They know not to do that. Although they're well, my dogs know not to do it either, but they still do it. My dogs are are mooches, but they will not, you know. That's really generally good. cross that line. But when I was growing up, we had a dog. It was a little poodle dog named Coco, <laughs> and uh, my brother Sean used to <laughs> he torture this poor. Oh, little don't say that. I know, I know. After what you said, but it's actually funny. He would pick the dog up in his hand and he'd play it sort of like a bagpipe <laughs> okay. a little bit and for some reason so he'd squeeze it when he squeezed it off just slightly the dog go rrr, rrr, rrr. so so he he would always entertain us with popeye the popeye theme song and so sean would go i'm popeye the sailor man rrr, rrr. i'm popeye the sailor man rrr, rrr. 
That's so dumb. That's so awful. But it was very funny. So anyway, I I can't I remember this so well. I was going to a community college freshman year in my hometown. And I came home and I went I had gone to the store and I had bought this really good bread. And I had gotten this bunch of sliced turkey. And I had gotten Mm. And I had mustard and mayo. Yeah, there's nothing better than a real a, oh. a custom made sandwich oh. that you put all the crap you want on the sandwich exactly in the quantity you want on the sandwich. Oh. That's awesome. Oh man, was, I was it so, good? Oh, I was so hungry. It was so good. I'm, I'm not very handy in the kitchen, but I really worked on this one. A guy showed me how to make this consummate sandwich, and so I, this is my first one. I'm so excited. I said it. I'm going to watch some TV. This is yeah. great. I go, oh, you know what? I got. I go, go get some pop to drink, too. I need something to drink. I go to the kitchen. I come back, and this dog, Coco, is, <laughs> the entire sandwich is gone. And I remember just being so furious. Going, no! The dog's going, <laughs> I felt really bad for the dog. I just, I went way over the, I was just furious. I was seeing red. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And it's not, it's not his fault. It's your fault. You were, you were mad at the wrong person. I know. I shouldn't have left it. I mean, it was a good sandwich. Obviously, Coco thought so too. Yeah. God, I just, I just, I, I, why am I even still remembering that incident? So, so I. It affected you deeply. I'm mistrustful of our dogs too, but so far, for the most part, they're towing the line. And they know that when it's my sandwich, it's my sandwich. Right, mister? He's just looking at me. I know. He's so cute. This is also National Anti-Boredom Month. Yeah. Let's see what else. It's exciting. Uh, Oh, an unlucky month for weddings. So if Ah, you're going to get married, apparently this is not the month to do it. And I bet there's a lot of people getting married. Yeah. Sorry if you're getting married, we're sorry to tell you. Now, who decided that? I think every month is an unlucky month. Do you... Do you you think that this is based on some kind of research that more divorces? Of course, it has to be. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Or it could just be a fable, a wives' tale, you know. Just somebody putting something. You know, like like a rainy day. If you if it rains on your wedding day, it's supposed to be good luck. If you find a spider on your wedding dress, it's supposed to be good luck. Really? All these, that's what they say. There's. I never there's, heard that one. Oh yeah, there's lots of. Well, you'd want to bring in spiders then to make sure that the wedding. Happens. And I think they come up with those because aren't those two of the most horrific? If it rains on your wedding and there's a spider on your dress, so somebody's probably just spinning it so you won't feel like crap. Oh no, that's lucky. Uh huh. When a piano falls and hits your groom on the head on the wedding day, that's total lucky. Because he, he wouldn't he wouldn't work it's out really, anyway. It's so. really lucky. Um, speaking of bugs, spiders, and things like that, um, my son Chris, who people may know from a TV show we do together and things like that, and he'd been on our radio shows and and yeah, on, on this podcast. podcast from time to time. I remember we took him to camp camp out or something one time, and. I was just thinking about this yesterday, and all of a sudden we hear, ah! And he, I come running into the, he's in a little cabin with a friend of his. And he goes, Dad, Dad. Oh, I'm sure he's going to be delighted you're telling the story. Dad, 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 Dad. What, what, what is it? Dad, Dad, Dad. I'm thinking, oh, God, there's a killer on the loose around here. A guy must have come and shown up with a knife or something like that. Right. There's a, a brown bearer, possibly. He was really and, terrified. Yeah. <laughs> there's an ant. <laughs> Just what makes that little old ant 
think he'll move that rubber tree plant. Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. He's got. I go what? There's <laughs> an ant over there. An ant. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime you're getting low, instead of letting go, just remember that ant. He said, since when are you afraid of ants? I've always been afraid of ants. He's never told you. But it's an ant. It's not even near you. <laughs> and, and did you use the old standby, it's more afraid of you than you are of him? I hate that one. <laughs> yeah. But I thought, well, ant seems like a weird thing to be afraid of. Oh, but yeah. But are, people are afraid of everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Now, yeah. your spider thing. Yeah, I mean, spiders. That's, that's much more common. It's spiders and snakes. Yeah. I'm not, it's not that I'm scared of them. Like, I'm just, I don't, they, they startle me. Right. Is that different? That's different, right? I think so. I'm I mean, not terrified by them. I'm just. I uh, Let me put it this way regarding snakes. Uh, I just don't want to deal with them. Okay. You got snakes out here in your back 40? Yeah. You do? Every once in a while. I've never seen a snake at my house in Lake Forest Park. Not yeah. one snake. Well, they're coming. No, they're not. They're you know coming. why? You know why I probably don't have any snakes? Because of all the rats we have in Lake Forest Park. <laughs> that city is overrun with rats. Well, and now, rats wait a minute. Don't snakes bug me. like rats. Snakes. Oh, crap. You're kidding me. I thought it was the other way around. Oh, yeah. Now you spilled the beans. Oh, the snakes are coming. No! I told you the snakes are coming. So, wait a minute. The rats don't eat the snakes? Uh, the, uh, the rats, the snakes eat the rats. Well, uh, if I can't they got keep, a big appetite, I can't keep up with the chain. I don't know how the chain works. Well, it ha- couldn't be a big rat. It had to be a little They're rat. They're big. It had to be a big snake and a little rat. Wait a minute. It'd have to be a big rat to eat a little snake. I thought yeah. the rats ate the snakes. Well, it, it's all size. It's everything to do with size. Like an, elef- okay. an elephant so may be tasty, the, but I couldn't eat one. if they're equally matched, what's going to happen? Are they just going to go forget it and turn around? Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> or they'll just become friends. I remember when my brother, my younger brother, Mike, uh, used to just be picking on him all the time and kind of beating him up and stuff like that when we we're, you know, six, seven, eight years old. And yeah. then it's just like it happened overnight. And one day I noticed, hey, wait a minute. He's... He's looking down at me now. Mm-hmm. He's 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 bigger. He's a lot bigger than me. Yeah. Did and you change your tune then? And that's when my lifelong friendship with my brother began. <laughs> Oops, there goes another problem, Kerplop. Oops, there goes another problem, Kerplop. At Cannabis Tracker, we are passionate about what we do. We look forward to helping you make lasting relationships and connections in this amazing industry. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.